Welcome to First Love Podcast from First Presbyterian Church, Jacksonville, Illinois, with Red Brethren Jonathan Warren. Jonathan's sermon title today will be Teachable. After his sermon, enjoy the chancel choir singing Ancient Words. Our gospel lesson today comes from Luke chapter 6, beginning with the 20th verse. Then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For That is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also, and from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. If anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So this is a tough scripture verse, I think. And essentially what happens is Jesus is making some of his uh, followers very uncomfortable with this Sermon on the Mount. Somehow, after hearing this message, it seems like it's only for a certain slice of people, isn't it? Uh, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Somehow, it feels like Christ's table isn't open to all when he says this word. This message, Jesus seems just as divisive as the world's message, but just the opposite, right? Jesus' words reverse and push aside anyone who has gained in our world, the rich, the happy, the powerful, the full. Now, when compared to other countries, as Americans, we're counted as the rich. So if you're anything like me, when you hear it, it might make you a little uncomfortable. And then on top of it all, Jesus tells his followers to do things that go against the grain against the natural human response. If someone hurts us, Jesus tells his followers to say, thank you. Let me turn my other cheek so you can hurt me again. The question, it seems, we're left with is this. How is what Jesus says today supposed to provide comfort? How is it supposed to provide hope? How is it supposed to be the right thing? Now, in contrast, our world stress Comfort, happiness, simplicity, it teaches us often to look out for our family and for ourselves. 
Now, it certainly encourages us to help others, but often it, if it makes us feel good. The world usually pushes away those who don't bring anything to the table, and when we do bring something to the table, then we expect something in return. Somehow it seems in our world, everything becomes a transaction. As an example, uh, as my brother and I got older, we started exchanging gift cards for our birthdays because we, we wanted the person to pick out what they wanted, right? One year, we were so busy, and we were living far away, and we forgot to send the gift card, right? A few months later, we finally caught up together, and we remembered that we had forgotten about our, our gift cards, right? Luckily, we both had our checkbooks, so we started writing checks to each other. And somehow in that moment, our, th this nice birthday present seemed to cancel each other out. It became a transaction. And that's it. We promised from that day on not to exchange any birthday gifts again. I do accept checks from him if he sends them, though. <laughs> The truth is, these things often don't make us feel better. When we live by the world's rules, it still leads to stress, even when we try to be uh, relaxed. Sometimes we have feelings of misery, lack of meaning, superiority. Sometimes uh, we create division between the haves and the have-nots. And so this leaves us empty, too. There's got to be more in our scripture text, right? When Jesus gives the Sermon on the Mount, he's talking to this huge crowd who've gathered. Many of the crowd are poor, but there's also rich people in it too. Both groups represented among those listening have the rich and the poor, the filled and the hungry, the ones crying and those who are laughing. And Jesus tells them when God's kingdom is established, there will be this radical social realignment. And Jesus is inviting them to live into this radical vision. When these beatitudes become ideals that are impossible to imitate, they're tough. They could easily become uh, burden uh, for Jesus' followers with guilt-inducing demands. I don't know about you, you look at these and you feel guilty, right? Jesus' commands, however, aren't a list of rules. Rather, uh, this whole idea encapsulates an attitude to life it's a joyful way of wisdom. He, he's actually giving them all hope. He's teaching them. And then urging those who uh, grasp it, who get it, to become reasons for others to hope. Today is All Saints Sunday. Saints include some who are able to live impressive, faith-filled lives, but also those who have struggled to respond to Jesus' blessing Faith, hope, and love, he encourages here. Sometimes we get it, and our faith, it's going great. 
Then there's other times in our lives where we struggle. Things become tricky and hard. It's not so black and white. This message is for the ones who don't always get it right. And somehow, I don't know about you, but these seem to be the folks who we can learn from the most. The folks who live in tension, and yet they still pray. Those who struggle with their faith. Jesus still invites them to God's kingdom. Because the truth is, people aren't always perfect. None of us are perfect. But as followers of Christ, Jesus makes us all saints in the Lord. Pastor Fred Craddock tells a story. In the backwoods of rural North Georgia, members of an Alcoholics Anonymous group listened respectfully as old John told his story once again. They'd heard the story many times before, but each time John retold it, something special seemed to happen. Wrinkled, wizened, dirt permanently embedded in the cracks in his hands, teeth stained with tobacco, John slowly shook his head as his face softened into a smile that still harbored a tinge of pain. Back when I was drinking, he began in his customary fashion, I used to think I knew everything. Glancing at each face in the group of people sitting in the rickety chairs surrounding the old picnic tables, he rested on their gentle smiles as tears welled up in his own eyes. AA's greatest gift to me, old John continued, what you people gave to me. John searched for the words for a moment and then gently struck the table with with his large, gnarled hand. Well, darn it, you helped me. You made me teachable. Teachable. He repeated this again and again. With each repetition, old John struck the table with the palm of his work-ravaged hand, softly but firmly, as if to drive home the point. And silently, as always, the group waited. Finally, as always, it came. Thank you. Thank you. There's arguably no better word to describe a saint than someone who is teachable. Moving beyond their sins and failings to realize the possibilities of forgiveness the openness of heart to embrace God's love despite disappointments. If anything, when we listen to this Sermon on the Mount, our goal is to be teachable. Today we celebrate the lives of all those who were open enough to be taught by Jesus Christ All were imperfect, all failed, and were disappointed many times in their lives. These saints were teachable enough to learn compassion and mercy, and then to teach others, including us, 
on our own journeys to the kingdom of God. We are, each one of us, rich and poor, humble and proud, joyful and mourning, living and dead. As followers of Christ, let's choose to be teachable, to accept the hope that Jesus Christ gives, creating a world with a radical social realignment. And if we're teachable, then we can show, share this hope with others. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
If you would like to be a supporter of the First Love Podcast from First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, and Reverend Warren, please send any contributions to 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, 62650. Bringing hope every hour, every day. Our website is www. Firstpresjacks.org. That is F I R S T P R E S J A X dot O R G. Our email is office at firstpresjacks.org. Phone number 217 245 4189.